Welcome to Inside the Media Minds. I'm your host, Christine Blake. This show features in-depth interviews with tech reporters who share everything from their biggest pet peeves to their favorite stories and give you a behind-the-scenes look at the life of a technology reporter. We'll learn about the person behind the byline and get their thoughts on the top trending stories. From our studio at W2 Communications, let's go Inside the Media Minds. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Christine Blake, the host of Inside the Media Minds. I am joined with Sandra Irwin from Space News. Hey, Sandra. Hi. How are you, Christine? <laughs> Good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. We're excited to talk to you. Thank you. Likewise. Awesome. So we just want to get to know you a little bit more and Space News and your coverage and your interest areas. So let's get started with a little bit of your background. How did you first get into journalism? Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, a story that you frequently hear from people in the D.C. area. You know, we get out of college. I had a degree in political science, and I was working in different jobs, waitressing and doing, you know, different things just to get by. And then one day we get a real job. And in my <laughs> case, um, in my case, I ended up going to the uh, American Defense Preparedness Association. It was a nonprofit that publishes mm-hmm. a magazine called National Defense, and I was hired there, there as a, an assistant. And, uh, and so that's, that's how I started. I, I was uh, drawn to uh, writing, and uh, initially I was doing other things uh, besides writing. I was doing, you know, graphic design and mm-hmm. copy editing and, and uh, proofreading and other things. But um, at one point, there was an editor of of a publication that said, well, you really need to focus on your writing. So I started doing that, and I <clears throat> discovered that I had, you know, I had that talent and that I was able to uh, put that to good use in terms of helping the magazine get good stories. And um, oh, wow. so I stayed, I stayed there for many years, and uh, so I, I'm a... I guess you could call me a career defense reporter mm-hmm. and uh, then um, decided to make a change a couple of years ago and uh, went to, uh, for, for a short time, I was working at Real Clear Defense, also covering defense. Um, and, um, and then um, I heard about this opening at Space News and mm-hmm. uh, I said, you know, why not? I mean, it's something that I had... <clears throat> I guess I covered a little bit of space before in my defense career, but um, right. but not to the not to the extent that like what I'm doing now. And of course, um, when I took the job over a year ago, I never expected that space was going to be so interesting. Which mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's really taken on a completely new uh, dimension from 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 a reporter standpoint. I mean, I'm not just covering the satellites and the launch vehicles and all the usual things that you normally expect to cover in space, but I'm also covering all this big political story about the space force. Right. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of the uh, you know that's the short version of my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I know you've had a lot of years of experience, but I'm interested to dig into. You just mentioned how you know the space. Um, kind of reporting and industry has evolved and changed so much over time. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that and and kind of how it has evolved? I mean, space or defense? Yeah, and um, space and defense. I mean, you know, you're you're being yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I think what's what's changed, um, what, what makes things uh, sometimes um, in the change, changes in the media, I think that's one side of it, but then also the fact that there's so much money that goes into defense mm -hmm. and now so much money that goes into space. So there's definitely more interest. So there's going to be more publications covering this industry just because there's such right. a lot of activity. And of course, you know, the government being such a big spender on these things. Uh, of course, here in Washington, there's a big community of people that want to know what is the government buying? Where is the, where are the investments? And uh, what do we need to be paying attention to? What are the requirements? What, what does the government need? And so it's our job mm -hmm. to try to find, explain to them, you know, this is, this is what the government is saying, and these are the kind of technologies that they're interested in, and this is potentially the programs that will be funded in the future. So we right. try to provide that level of insight in publications like my previous publication in defense or like space news. We try to provide them some forward-looking information that, you know, kind of business, a little bit of business intelligence in mm -hmm. addition to, you know, hard news and, the, you know, the usual stuff right. that, you know, comes out in press releases, but then we also need to provide some additional insight. And I think that's really, you know, if you want to talk about change, um, you know, we used to just write um, rep stories, reporters, we used to just write stories about just basic who, what, when, why, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the standard story. You can't do that anymore because people just can go on Twitter and, and and uh, Instagram or whatever social right, media, Facebook, and, yeah. get all, and they get all the headlines and they get all the you know the the, the 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 big news of the day. But people are going to go to Space News for the insightful, for the mm -hmm. detailed reporting yeah. that uh, that you know a lot of the news media doesn't really want to focus on anymore because it's just a lot of time and. Sure. Um, efforts to put these stories together, whereas, you know, on social media, you can just get a quick, quick hit of everything. So you're really looking for that deeper, more insightful story that kind of digs into topics mm -hmm. more than just a surface level. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's been my strength for, you know, my whole career is that yeah. I actually take the time to uh, research things. I, I take the time to make sure that things are um, I mean, or at least I make an effort. I try to provide a balanced perspective and not just one side of the story. Right. No, that makes sense. So what types of topics do you find the most interesting personally? Um, I mean, I, I think, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I always enjoy the political angles of stories, mm -hmm. so I always, I always enjoy covering uh, in the case of space, you know, the Space Force thing, it's just been really exciting because there's a lot of, you know, behind the scenes um, kind of, uh, you know, scheming going on and, right. you know, what is, you know, what is the agenda of this committee? What is the agenda of the Air Force? What is the agenda of the Department of Defense? Um, there's just a lot of, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard story to follow because there's just so many moving parts. But I do like these kind of stories that actually give you an opportunity to um, sometimes, you know, speculate a little bit and mm -hmm. try to understand the political motivations. And, you know, people are not just doing this sometimes because 
you know, they say that it's for national security reasons, but let's face it, you know, a lot of people are motivated by other reasons too. They want to get funding, they want to get jobs in their district, they want to get votes uh, come election time. True. So, you know, I think it's, you know, it's it's one of those things that I, I enjoy that kind of the political side. Okay. Do you, and I always ask this to our guests, but um, I think it kind of ties into what we're talking about right now, but the biggest headline of 2018, do you think it's going to be um, revolving around the political uh, political angle? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, from, you know, if you were talking about, you know, the big news, you know, the the, the mainstream media, um, mm. yeah, I mean, obviously, this administration has just been um, it, taking things in a completely new direction that we've never seen. And uh, obviously, you know, every day is like a big bombshell about something. So right. obviously, mm-hmm. that would, you know, you could make, you could make, a, you could say that, yes, the, the Trump White House is the big story, but I mean, for me covering, yeah, I mean, for me covering national security, I think, you know, the, um, some of the, what I would identify as probably the biggest stories Mm -hmm. would be the, um, you know, the cyber attacks and the Russian propaganda that it's just been so effective and it's just been such a powerful weapon that the United States has had had not never been prepared to address, and uh, we were completely like sitting ducks, being exposed or being vulnerable to these cyber attacks, hacking, and and propaganda attempts that uh, you know did a, have right. done a lot of. Um, you could say you know has changed a lot of the uh, the political discussion and the discourse, and I mean I I view that as a major national security story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm always interested in knowing, too, like what has been, it could be at um, National Defense Magazine, but what has been your one of your most memorable stories that you've written that really stands out to you? Mm. Yeah, um, I, I would say, I mean, I, I used to write a column that um, every month it was a column about, about, you know, defense issues and, I remember I wrote a column once where um, I talked about how the Department of Defense was spending $400 billion a year on procurement of equipment, and the soldiers in Iraq that were fighting a war didn't have enough body armor and Humvees, uh, and they were getting killed. So, Uh you know, what is wrong with that picture? Right. Um, so to me, that was, I remember that column because people, I got a lot of reaction from it and people were like, um, yeah, I mean, I think DOD really needs to uh, rethink how they spend their money. I mean, they're not addressing the priorities of these soldiers in the field that need things. And here's DOD buying all these big ticket weapon systems. Yeah. So, um, and I think after... You know that was that was at the you know in the early phase of the Iraq war, and I think after that DoD started moving in a different direction. They started canceling some programs and and buying some of this more tactical equipment. But mm-hmm. it was it was an article that I just remember because it yeah. it kind of it kind of exposed something that people would see that was happening, but it was just not really articulated in a in an article before. Yeah, and it- and you got that reaction from people reading it. They're like, wow, this is, there's something mm-hmm. wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then what would you say is one of the more difficult aspects of covering this industry? Well, I, I know for me, it's, uh, you know, uh, now that I'm covering space, there's just a lot of technical things you have to know. There's, right, there's, there's I imagine. A lot, of, mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of science that you have to understand and uh, a, a very complex uh, business. Uh, some of the products that we have to write about are not easy to write about. So, I mean, I think for, for those of us in the, um, in this type of specialized media, the, 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 the challenge is to really know what you're talking about. You have to do your homework. You have to research. You have to call experts and make sure that you get all the facts straight because um, otherwise, you know, people are not going to take you seriously. So. Right. Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's a challenge because editors sometimes don't have patience to wait around for a, a few days for you to do your homework. <laughs> um, they need a, they want a story immediately. Sometimes stories get rushed and mm -hmm. we get sloppy. So I think, you know, trying to be thorough and accurate and not get sloppy, I think that is, to me, is a daily challenge. And I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that a lot of reporters colleagues would agree with me on that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, too. So are there, you say you mentioned, like, some of your expert resources. Is that, do you have um, people that you go to regularly to get to get comments, but also get that level of education from, typically? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we have, we all have, you know, kind of a, a stable of, of experts that we go to frequently for comment on things. Um, but, you know, sometimes you have to talk to uh, maybe some some uh, different experts or senior officials or scientists mm -hmm. or, or new people. I mean, you, you know, you get comfortable talking to the same people all the time, and and we have our reliable yeah. sources that we that we go to. But but it's always it's always a good thing, and it's and it's exciting as a reporter to really you know, sometimes broaden your your scope and and uh, and and talk to people that are. Experts in the field, and that give you a fresh perspective. Sometimes people give you something completely unique, something that you were not expected, and uh, and it's mm -hmm. and it's good to bring that into stories and give the readers something to think about, provoke their thinking, and right. you know that requires that just requires being able to uh, identify, you know, who are these experts, and and you know you rely on, on your network, on on colleagues, sure. and and. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's a daily. Mm -hmm. So on that note, too, what, so what type of advice would you give to perhaps like a PR communications professional who, who has expert resources who try to pitch an expert or a story? What, what, what type of advice would you give them? Or what are you looking for well, from them? I, yeah, I mean, I think to me, um, to me the most important thing is I, I wish that PR professionals would take the time to understand what this publication does and what this reporter does. Sure. Mm -hmm. as, opposed to, as opposed to just sending me a press release and telling me, right. oh, are you going to cover this? Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's so, I mean, it, it really is it's a huge waste of, of everyone's time to do that. Right. Um, mm -hmm. If you really yeah, want, important. If you want, yeah, if you want to get coverage, you probably should develop a relationship with a reporter. You should try to understand what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, if somebody calls me up, I will tell him or her, this is what I'm looking for. 
and if you give me this kind of experts, I will write something. But right. don't send me a don't send me a press release, and then expect me to just drop everything and Discover cover it. that story. Yeah, yeah no, that makes so, sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I mean, I'm sure you've heard that a lot, but um, but that's well, something that feedback. I find that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that a lot of it has to do with you know some of the you know in the PR industry, a lot of people are young and just coming out of school and they're just you know learning, uh, learning. So you know, it takes. I'm sure it takes a while and. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you, I, I deal with all kinds of different PR professionals, but I also deal with some very good ones that have been doing mm -hmm. this for a long time. A lot of them are former reporters, mm -hmm. and uh, and they really do a good job in in trying to to bring the story, their companies or whatever organization's story, to me in a way that, oh yeah, this is something that I can write about. Sure. And mm -hmm. not only that, but they make sure that if I have a question that they will take they will take the time and make the effort to give me a good answer as opposed to some generic talking point. Um, yeah. so so that's something that I that I always appreciate. But I think, you know, if you if you really want to be a successful I think if you really wanted to be a successful PR person and get coverage for your organization, you it take it just takes more than just sending press release. It takes, it takes a whole lot of, you know, networking and, and learning oh, yeah. about what these publications do. Yeah, no, spot on. It's important to know a lot about, you know, pitching you for what Space News is covering, what you're covering, you know, what's interesting and what's a good source. So totally get that. Uh, and I do want to talk yeah. a little bit more about Space News as a publication. Um, what role do, you know, events and, and conferences play for you? Like, do you um, just for our, our listeners' sake, does Space News, um, you know, have any events, or or do you personally go to any conferences um, for the industry? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I go to many conferences. Um, Space News uh, publishes the show daily. We're, we're the official publication for the National Space Symposium, okay, and that's perfect. every once a year in in Colorado Springs. So. That's kind of our big thing every year that we publish that show daily. Um, in addition to our normal uh, space news magazine and website and all that, but you know, the, in terms of you know a conference that is a big one for us. And then we also cover pretty much. I mean, between me and my colleagues, we cover I would say at least 50 to 80 percent of all the space conferences. Mm -hmm. That are the major ones, you know, in the U.S. overseas. Uh, next month in November, I will be um, moderating a panel at the. Um, it's called Global Milsatcom in London, and that's mm -hmm. for the global. It, it's for international satellite communications industry. Uh, oh, great! And then, like, yeah, so that's that is a pretty major event for for us. And uh, you know, I just recently covered the Army Association of the Army, a USA. Uh, even though it's not really space, but they do have a little bit of space uh, programs uh, addressed. Uh, the Air Force Association, that's a big one. Just recently in, in mm -hmm. September, I covered that. There was a lot of obviously a lot of Space Force uh, discussion. So that was that's something that I would cover. And then you know, there's a lot of the commercial and. Uh, Civilian space conferences that uh, I don't cover, but my colleagues that at Space News that cover the cover NASA and the uh, commercial industry, they they go to those. But there's 
there's so much more activity now in conferences. And that's one thing that I do like when PR professionals send me invitations to conferences. I love that because sometimes mm -hmm. I don't know that something is happening unless somebody tells me. True. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that the more that these conferences get promoted, I think it's better for us because otherwise sometimes I find out about a conference after the fact and I'm like, well, how did I miss this? I wish somebody had sent me an email. I mean, I can always, you know, if, if I can't go, I mean, I will tell you I can't go, but I mm -hmm. think being invited uh, or being notified that this is happening, it's always very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I imagine. Mm -hmm. And then you also um, yeah. are part of the uh, the Space News newsletter, is that right? Yes, I, I, I write a military space newsletter that uh, gets sent out every Tuesday and it's free. Okay, great. Good to know. We'll make sure to have our, our listeners sign up for that. Yeah, you can go on spacenews.com. There's a sign up for newsletters, and the one that I do is called Mill Space for Military Space. Okay, perfect. Great. Well, Sandra, this has been really great and really helpful um, to hear your insight and to learn more about you and get to know you, get to know you more. So, really appreciate you coming on the podcast today, and um, well, we'll thank definitely, you. yeah, look forward to talking to you again soon. Hopefully. Yes. Uh, same here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye, Sandra. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. You too. Bye.